Worship Ministry Catalyst Podcast. www.worshipministrycatalyst.com Worship Ministry Catalyst is a networking resource for all worship leaders and worship team members, serving as a catalyst to facilitate worship in the local church. David Lindner and Kevin Cruz. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome to the Worship Ministry Catalyst podcast. We are glad you have joined us today, and we have a very, very cool show for you in store today. I'm, get, I'm sure of it. And that's because we have the two guys behind Planning Center Online on the show with us today. That would be Aaron and Jeff. Hey, Aaron, how are you guys doing? Do I, I'm doing great. Doing good. <laughs> Jeff, how are you? Doing great. Good. So, uh, you know, we weren't going to say anything, but I'm just going to, I'm going to be honest. You know, we're having a little, uh, little Skype uh, issue today. So uh, Aaron and Jeff are being very gracious in terms of, of not getting mad at us. Amateurs. Well, right now you're still normal humans. Okay. So you <laughs> haven't turned into Transformers yet. <laughs> That's one of Kevin's lifelong dreams. It's true. I've always wanted to be Optimus Prime. So um, you might be optimized. Today. Oh, thank you, Aaron. I'm yeah. I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> so we don't think that'll affect the sound that uh, you, the listener, is going to get. But, but Aaron and Jeff are getting an extra special treat today. Uh, so, so anyway, uh, if you listen to the podcast, uh, it would have been a little about a month and a half ago. You heard Kevin and I have quite a discussion about about adopting new technologies, and in particular, we kind of landed on uh, on debating the. The use of Planning Center online. It was a good discussion. Yes, it right? was a good discussion. Right. Okay. And um, of course, I was right, but it was <laughs> it was still a good discussion. Yes, David, because you're always right. That's what that's what it comes down to. Well, at least at least this time I'm right. Well, we'll we'll see. But, I, uh, I listened to the whole thing, and I thought you both had some really great points. Thank so. you, Aaron. Thank you. Well, I agree too. There we go. See, I, I don't. I, <laughs> <laughs> so, so just just to kind of recap, um, David is very much uh, progressive into all the new social media stuff, and and I, I'm not I'm not old fashioned. Like I, I'm not, you know, I, I'm not going to say that that I am resistant to all forms of like media and change, uh, but I think I land more on the side of. Um, doing things, you know, a little simpler, uh, just kind of old school, maybe. So yeah. I, I think that's where David and I differ. Uh, David, you know, I, I don't even have a Facebook account, and David constantly gives me a hard time about not having a Facebook account. So You will yeah. succumb to my pressure at some well, point in time. Well, we'll see. We'll see <laughs> how that goes. So so anyway, you know, we kind of had that discussion and then uh, got a, a follow-up from Jeff, actually, about about the uh, podcast, the episode of the podcast, and what was your, uh, you kind of already mentioned a little bit, but what was your take on the whole, on the whole discussion? Well, I mean, I, I agree a lot with, uh, with both of you guys. I mean, we're, we're 
Ministry Center Technologies was born out of a church and born out of a need that we saw from a church. And not all churches have the same needs and not all worship pastors have the same needs. And we want people using our software because they feel and they know that it's really saving them time and um, helping them do their ministry more effectively. And if they, if a worship pastor has a way of doing it uh, that works perfectly for them and it doesn't involve planning center, well, that's great too. I mean, we're, we, we just, we're, we're here to help as much as we can. And sometimes people find their own way of doing things and that's awesome. But on the same hand, which <laughs> I totally agree with Jeff on that, um, we have churches that are tiny. We have churches that are huge. We have tons of churches that are using us and we've gone to great lengths um, to make sure that planning center is useful for anybody and that you can customize it to your own needs so that um, you can be as organized as you want or you can you can keep it simple. I mean, you can do just a little bit of work and you can get a lot of results out of it. Uh, and, and that's one of the things that we've striven for the whole time. Striven, strived, stri- <laughs> strove, 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 strove. strove. Uh-huh, that's Strovin? it. No. Yeah. So, so Aaron, um, how, how many churches would you say are, are using planning center online right now? Well, Jeff might be able to answer that for you. Oh, uh, we have thousands of churches from, uh, small churches to the largest church in America uses uh, plan- planning center. So, do, do you uh, do you have other people other than churches that use planning center? Yeah, we have yeah. Um, lots of bands have signed up for it. Um, man, uh, we have, but may- mainly churches. Yeah, um, bands people and have- churches are the biggest. Yeah, yeah, but I've. I found people who plan their wedding on planning center. So <laughs> that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Why not? Well, I have to. I have planning to jump center in. is requesting you to be the bride. Yeah. On. <laughs> <laughs> that Accept would be the best decline. proposal. <laughs> yes. That would be awesome. I just proposed through planning center. Wow. Maybe not a good idea. Yeah, that, that, might, that might be taking the uh, social media step a little too far. But. Especially if you get a decline email, that yeah. would be sad. <laughs> or just not this date, you know. Right. For, yeah. I'll accept in a year or something like that. Yeah. But uh, I, I'm going to jump in and testify that it's made my life a lot easier. And that's, you know, and Kevin and I kind of went around about this the last time, but, you know, it takes all the things that I was doing in different platforms and puts them into one platform and does a lot of it for me. So, so I don't have to remember to send out emails and I don't have to remember to to, you know, go post stuff to the website and I don't have to remember, take the time to do all that stuff. Once, once you do it once, it's there every time you want to use that song or, you know, or whatever it is. So, so for me, it's just been, it's been a huge lifesaver. And well, and that's, that's what we've built it off of. I mean, a lot of the ideas from planning center came from when Jeff and I were working at the same church and, um, I was the music director there and, I had done a lot of the stuff that I think I remember uh, Kevin saying he had done or whatever. I'm, I'm not sure, but I had, I had just made my own systems. I, I was using Microsoft Access. I was just posting just simple web pages for people to get to their music and stuff like that. And Jeff was in the process of making a really early version of Planning Center at the same time. And we talked and it was like, hey, we could incorporate all this stuff into this one product. And I mean, it it wasn't born out of, hey, let's let's make some technology because we love that. It was born from, 
hey, there are worship leaders and music ministers all over the place that are that want to do things in a more efficient manner. And there's not a whole lot of people that have the technical knowledge like Jeff does that can make that happen in an easy way. And so he, he was able to take what I was doing. And then as more and more churches signed up, we started to hear from more um, music ministers from all over the place saying, this is the kind of thing that we would love it to do. And this is the kind of thing that we would love it to do. And, you know, at this point, about five years later, you can log on to the website, which is planningcenteronline.com, by the way. And um, it, uh, it, it can look maybe a little bit overwhelming because it's been around for five years and it does a ton of stuff. Um, but at its core, when we add things, we kind of tuck them in so that you can you can still keep it really simple. And you can, a lot of people, we have children's ministries all over the country, basically, that all they use Planning Center for is just scheduling their people. They just say, hey, can you serve in the nursery this week? And they send out those emails and that's it. They don't use any of the service planning. They don't upload any songs. They don't do any of that stuff. It's just a scheduler. And even from those people, they say how much they love it. Because I know for me, one of the things I love especially is trying to keep track of of my band members, for instance, they, you know, I schedule them. I try to schedule them in advance. And of course they will tell me that they're not available to do something, you know, two days before, or when I'm driving in my car on the way home, or when I'm not at a place that I'm going to remember that. And what I love now is they know that they just go onto the site. They click decline. I get an email that says, Hey, your keyboard guy can't do it. And in that email, I have my other keyboard player guy there. So I just, touch his name. It automatically sends him an email. I, it, it's just, it's so freeing knowing that I don't have to worry about, did I forget any of those little details? Because as long as I spend a little bit of time up front to put that stuff in the planning center from then on, it catches all those, almost all those things that I would be really prone to forget mm. so that all those little details don't slip through the cracks anymore. And of course, a big component of that is, is that People actually have to do those things, which, you know, like uh, I get I've you know, we've had our, you know, like our yearly meetings or whatever you you call them when you get together and just kind of talk about what's going on. Like, a, I don't know, a report or I don't know what you call those meetings. What do you call those meetings? Like a, a year review, a year in or, review or a, yeah, kind of like a review. But yeah. it's like when we get together once a year, or once a quarter or something to say, this is what's going on. Worship ministry. Anyway, an assessment, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> there it is. And so, and so like every one of those, you know, I kind of, I kind of get on people and it's like, okay, make sure, make sure you're checking your email all the time and, and make sure that when you get a request from planning center, you respond to it as quickly as possible. You know, don't, don't wait for something better to come along before you accept or decline your, your availability. You know, don't, don't wait, don't wait until the week before and see if you're going to have a party that weekend Yeah. to, to accept, you know, so, but but this this brings the uh, the amount of su- of stuff that people has to do someone has to do to a very small level where all they have to do is is hit one button you <laughs> know they don't have to call a secretary and say yes I'm available and call and say no I'm not going to be able to be there this weekend or you don't have to trust that they'll remember to do that all they have to do is say yes or no well th- they have to go onto the website first right not really you actually planning in- center lets you send people emails. It'll also send them a text message. I mean, we have a ton of people that don't even have emails anymore. So when I request, and Planning Center keeps track of all of it. So half of my, most of my band members get emails, but one of them just gets texts. 
It doesn't, planning center doesn't care. I don't have to remember that. I just say, these are the people that I want. It sends an email to the people that get that and a text message to that one guy. And right from his text, from his, from his phone, if he's available, he just responds with a why. And that's it. <laughs> planning center knows they don't really even have to go to the website to respond to the scheduling part. That's cool. Uh, so, uh, so before, um, before I, I get into some of my, I shouldn't say concerns. That sounds so, so horrible. Cause I, I don't, I don't have concerns. I, I just have maybe different takes on it, but, before we get there, Jeff, I want to hear from you. Um, it, it sounds like uh, you were kind of the creative force behind uh, building the, the platform or the technology. Uh, how, how did this idea come about for you, Jeff? Well, I was a director of uh, creative development at our church. So I was in charge of our website graphics. We actually built our own check-in system well before they were readily available and as nice as they are now. Um, and, um, I worked closely with our music department and our creative team to pull off our weekend services. And as Aaron mentioned, I worked closely with him and I started looking around and I saw that we had Aaron's access database, but then we had five Excel spreadsheets, a website, and a bunch of printed documents that we had to make every week for our band members. I mean, these big old thick, um, music books. And I'm like, there's got to be a better way. We have technology. We have a lot of uh, everyone's having Internet now. Um, so uh, the first version was actually a Windows-based version, which was cool, but it really didn't give the online nature that we needed. So uh, in my spare time, I started dabbling around with a new technology called uh, Ruby on Rails and started seeing this Ajax stuff and said, you know what, I think we can do something pretty cool with it. And uh, about six months later, uh, we went to the Purpose Driven Conference in, uh, in, at Saddleback and launched it and ha- got a great response and have been working feverishly on the product and uh, helping people uh, really get to know Planning Center. And it's been fun. So it's been out for five years now. Is that what you said? Five years this June, so four and a half years now. Okay. So, uh, what would what would you say uh, differentiates Planning Center from some of the other things that are out there? Because there's like worshipplanning.com and uh, like Worship Kitchen or something. Yeah, I think there's a couple yeah. others out there that that are trying to compete with you guys, probably. I'm, I'm guessing. Yeah, and Worship Team. And one of the cool things that, like, we are ministry centered. We really you know, we want to make money to keep doing what we're doing, but our, our primary objective is really just to empower people to do their ministry more effectively. And so mm-hmm. we do a lot of these conferences and people come up to our booths and they say, Hey, what we're using this other product and why should we switch to you? And, you know, I can give you a couple of reasons for that. But the first thing I say is if that product is already doing what you want it to do for you, then don't switch to us. I mean, we, it's just going to be a lot of needless work. And I'll say, Here's a couple things that we do that they don't do. Some of those, it's hard to sort of keep up on all of that because all of our softwares are continually changing. Um, right. But I know that one of the big benefits that we have is the design of our site. Um, the, you know, the three things that we try to keep in equal balance are um, our simplicity, but uh, beauty and um, full featured. So if we try not to add any great new features, if there's not a cool and easy way to do that. And we've not, you know, we've not always succeeded with that. Um, 
but we, our site is very easy to use. And that's one of the things that people tell us the most is that, oh man, it's, it's, it looks great. And it was so easy for me to figure out how to do that. But we also, um, Jeff, you probably can answer some more of those questions about like what we do that some of the other ones don't do. Well, yeah. I mean, one of the big ones that we just released is a plain center online music stand, which is a web-based and iPad-based music stand software. So all of our churches have all of their music already in planning center. Um, A lot of our, the worship pastors already had iPads or computers or whatever laying around. And what this allows them to do is make a digital music stand out of their information already on planning center. And but you don't have to do anything else. I mean, it you just does yeah. it for you. You just start up playing center music stand either as a web page or we have a fully native iPad app. And um, it downloads all of your PDFs. You're able to annotate on them now and um, view other pe- people's annotations. So um, if your worship pastor made an annotation and you're the keyboardist, you can go ahead and load up their annotations. Um it's really gotten a great uh, response from customers, and uh, people are really excited about it. I, I haven't told you yet this, Jeff, because it just happened this weekend. Um, but we were do- we have five services at my church here in Vegas, and on Saturday night we uh, we did a song at the end of the service, and it we thought it was going to connect really well with the people, and it just it didn't connect. It was newer, and we needed it to do something else. So in between our two Saturday services, our pastor was like, I don't know if there's a more familiar song that we can do instead. And we, this was literally five minutes before the next service was supposed to start. And so we decided, okay, there's a song, uh, the stand by Hillsong United. We're going to do that song instead. And let's pull the triggers. But I had a brand new bass player who had not played with us before. And we had not rehearsed that song. And right there, as we were having that meeting, I literally pulled out my, my iPhone. I changed the song in the plan within a second. I went down to the stage and I just touched refresh on all of the iPads that are being used as the music stands and all the PDFs were loaded. I mean, it was like, wow. it was like, oh, it was so <laughs> <Yeah>. great. <laughs> the yeah, it, it, just really cool to be able to, to pull something off like that on the fly. Right, yeah. right. Now, uh, real, real quick, Aaron, you mentioned, so I think it's important to note uh, right now, Aaron, you're in Las Vegas, and Jeff, you're in California. What what part of California are you in right now? Uh, Palm Springs area, the desert. Uh, the desert. Yeah. Uh, and, Why and, do they call it Palm Springs if it's a desert? Uh, who knows? Yeah. Well, th- there's a. I think there's actually a spring there. Oh. Like a natural <laughs> spring. Yeah. And then by uh, David and yeah. I, we're in Southwest Washington. We're in the uh, Vancouver. We're actually in Washougal right now. Um, I'm a Washuglian. Yeah, <laughs> we don't, you know, we don't hold it against him. But yeah, Portland, Vancouver. I, anyway, sorry. The, the only reason I say that is is just to uh, kind of orient people uh, to the fact that um, you know th- this product. Uh, I mean, it, it ha- it's had a it's had a, a, a an impact, you know, nationwide. I mean, we're not just talking about like a little thing that rolled out here, you know, in the in the Northwest, you know, out there with all the trees, you know, where people don't know anything. Um, I, I mean, this is, this is a, is it a nationwide product? Uh, does it go beyond the U S? Oh yeah. Is we it? have, uh, people in Australia, Germany, oh. China, Hong Kong. So it's international. Uh, so it's oh, a, yeah, it's, it's everywhere. A global, it's a global product. Yeah. Um, did, did you guys ever think when you launched this five years ago that it would become a global product? 
or did you did you know like right when you launched it hey we're onto something special here we we thought that we were onto something really special um and we, but we were also in the moment <laughs> yeah so i mean i never expected to work full-time on it i expected that it would bring in a little extra money but i'd keep my job at the church and everything and then within six months of the product launch, I was no longer working for the church anymore mm-hmm. because I had so much going on for Planning Center. And now our company is up to eight people. Um, wow. So it's just been So you have, eight, you have eight employees and you have thousands of, of uh, actual customers who are using it on, on a weekly basis. And yeah. is, it, is it based in, like, do you have all your servers and stuff in Palm Springs? Is that where you're... No, uh, we did for a while, but um, Palm Springs isn't really the smartest place to have servers. So <laughs> <laughs> earthquakes uh, on the... Lots of things could go wrong here. Mm-hmm. Um, so our servers are actually at Firehost, which is a very secure hosting server place in Dallas, Texas. And then we have backup servers in uh, Scottsdale, Arizona. So, so uh, we have so like it, six total servers. So if people are concerned about losing their data, you know, maybe there's like an like an old school person like me, um, and and they're thinking to themselves, oh, boy, I, I don't I don't want to commit everything to online. Cause what if what if their computer dies? Is there is there no risk of that happening? You guys have backups and fail safes and. Oh yeah, we have lots of backups, and I mean. For most people, the data that we store for them is probably more secure than anything they have on their hard drive or even on their church's <laughs> hard drive because we have, we have, uh, we're dedicated to really um, making sure everything's backed up. But also, we have live server backups. So if one server crashes, we're up with another one in a couple minutes. Wow. So uh, downtime for us is not acceptable, um, but it happens, but uh, not that often. I can only remember one time it happened. Since I've been using Planning Center, no, uh, awesome. Like, yeah, it was like a that's good. It was like a Saturday afternoon or something. It was up, you know, like an hour later or something like that. I do have to say yeah. though that you guys, uh, you guys do make it hard to resist new technology, at least for <laughs> someone like me, because like, because I've already, you know, the iPad is already kind of a cool thing. I can't afford it, but I, but I thought it'd be cool to have. But you know. When I see that it has like very practical ministry use, it's like I need to find somebody in our church that can buy us six or eight of these things <laughs> yeah. that we can use for worship yeah. that well, I can use for whatever else during the week. <laughs> find someone who just wants to donate that to the church <laughs> Yeah, for, for ministry. That's, that's I'm really cool. excited about the iPad. It's it's a pretty cool device. Um, mine actually just broke, sad day, oh. um, yesterday. But Apple's overnighting me a new one. How nice is that? Oh. Um, but... Uh, there's just so many possibilities for it and just seeing what other people have developed. I can't wait to see more church software built for this because uh, it's going to be a really, really cool device. I mean, we have a event registration product also called Smart Events uh, that allows you to register for camps and stuff like that. And we're looking at the iPad going, OK, after we get all of our planning center stuff done, what do we want to do for the Smart Events? And checking in for buses or for the actual event and paying and everything right there on the iPad. It's just going to streamline stuff so much. 
um, it's going to be really exciting. So, so Jeff, how do you think of these new ideas? I mean, you know, obviously you have to kind of be in the technological world to begin with, but do they just like come to you? Like you're just sitting there thinking, he dreams them. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, I mean, seriously, like, you know, one day you're thinking, oh, it'd be really cool to have an iPad app where I can, you know, check in all the people coming on the bus. I mean, where, where does that come from? I don't know. <laughs> it, it, well, no, it comes from, it comes from being invested in technology i mean that's, i know that's my for, problem that's that's where my problem is i'm not well but you don't have to come up with the ideas you just have to hear that we've come up with them okay. and then subscribe <laughs> <laughs> yeah but, and also yeah. we're invested in ministry so i know the heartaches of trying to register 50 100 people 250 people for a snowboarding event for youth camp because i was involved in my youth and i still am involved with the youth so you kind of I one thing that I, I feel like I'm good at is I'm able to see pain points. And that that's the thing that we try to address in all of our software is the pain points. What what's something that's really hard or a pain to do? How can we make it better? How can we make it easier, more streamlined? So you're going to like uh, send out a a barcode printer where we can just like put a barcode on everyone. And, and you we're not going the, that far <laughs> scan the barcode when they're getting on the bus or something like that no but we have implemented a new system where instead of requesting people by name it's just dear 103726 Perfect. are you available to serve this weekend <laughs> yeah, yeah if we can as, as impersonal as we can make it the better yeah. it's, it's gotta well, sound honestly, like a cyborg too that's, that's, that is another interesting point because um, I've, I wrote some online articles for Worship Leader Magazine a couple of years ago and you know some of the things that people have problem with with this technology is, oh, well, we're, um, I'm a pastor. I don't want to just offload all of my ministry opportunities onto a computer and think that now just sending out an email is enough of communication for me to shepherd my, my teams. And, um, you know, that, that's very true. And even another statement that you, that you were saying earlier before, I think David was, um, uh, you know, telling people that they need to make sure that you check your emails and all this kind of stuff. I mean, you can't just blindly move into technology. And I think that's where a lot of the points that Kevin had before in the last podcast, I really agreed with because people that want to move, move over to planning center or to whatever, just specifically to make their life easier. Um, that's making your life easier is a good thing, but but getting rid of value for the sake of simplicity is bad and making sure that you're able to move to a system like this. And if you're now able to not have to worry about all those details and now you can hang out with your volunteers or you can call them and ask them how they're doing and not have to. And I think you guys even talked about this a little bit, but um, all those kinds of things can't be thrown to the wayside and we would never want that. Um, we're trying to get the mundane, the detail kind of oriented stuff so you don't have to think about that so you can focus more on ministry and less on administering your stuff. Well, kind of along um, those lines, I have an idea for your, for your iPad uh, app that, you're, that you've uh, been working on for, for the music stand. I think you need to incorporate some like instant messaging so that the guys on stage can talk to each other. That, that will be coming. Um, yep. We have a feature called Planning Center Live, which allows you to go through your service while it's happening and track how much time each element happens and communicate. So yeah, at my we've church, used that for our, uh, 
for our big services like Christmas and Easter, we'll have that and we'll have the, you know, the clock pointed at the stage with the countdown on it and stuff like that. And then yeah. for the next couple services, we know what went long and what we need to work on shortening up or, and whatnot. That's really cool. Yeah. What my church finds it really useful for is for the communication. So we have screens in our green room so that the band members and pastors can see, okay, this is where we are. This is what's coming next. I have five minutes until I have to be on stage. And then for children's ministries, they can access it via their iPhone or by a computer and they can say, okay, wow, they look like they're really going long. We need to go ahead and add another game or uh, another song into our service so that everyone gets out at the same time. Yeah, um, that's cool. Allows people to really plan and schedule in while it's happening and see, okay, this is what needs to change right now. So, uh, is this a good time to break, David? What do you think? Yeah, I think we can break here. And, so, uh, yeah, so let's do this. Um, for those of you listening in podcast world, uh, you're going to want to come back next week and listen because in our next episode, uh, me, Kevin, I'm going to bring my concerns, and we're going to see what uh, what Jeff and Aaron and David all have to say. Because they're going to, you know, it's, it's a three against one, but it's that's team. It's, it's okay. <laughs> I'm okay with being the odd man out, all right? So uh, we've been talking with Jeff and Aaron about Planning Center Online, and uh, tune in next week uh, to hear about maybe some potential concerns. Yeah, and you can, you can find Planning Center Online at planningcenteronline.com. And you can find us at worshipministrycatalyst.com, and you can subscribe to the podcast and a whole bunch of cool things there. And, uh, yeah, we're trying to build a network of, of worship leaders around the world, so go uh, uh, submit your information in our directory. And uh, give uh, give Planning Center a try if you haven't done that yet. We're going to try and get Kevin to do that in the next, in the <laughs> next episode, too, trying to get him to actually give it a shot. So Sweet. So, um, anyway, thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you again soon. Bye. I don't know what episode this is. I'm not a, I'm not at church. I don't know. <laughs> what is this episode 70? It's like 75, I think. Yeah, something. Episode 70 something in the can. <laughs>